1: Every great adventure begins with an explosion that sets our heroes on a new path, and bodybuilding is no exception. When the journey begins, it's great to have the wisdom of a good teacher to help illuminate the path towards building muscle.
2: Let's grow big together! Where sticks and stones may break your bones, but squats make you a
1: badass. I'm Fausto Fernos. And I'm Mark Fillion. In this series, we're taking a look at the passion for muscle, adventures in bodybuilding, muscle gods, muscle worship, and practical advice to put on the games.
2: Today, Shea Menchaka, Austin's bodybuilding glamazon, coach, guru, chef, and owner of the legendary gym Metro Flex ATX, joins us to talk about inspiring others to overcome their struggles and build lots and lots of muscle.
1: Plus, bodybuilding on the cutting edge with peptides, stem cells, and hormone replacement therapy. 100 repetition finishers for biceps and triceps. Do they work? And do you put whey protein in your coffee? Hello, this is Shay.
2: Hi, Shay. This is Fausto.
1: And Mark from Let's Grow Big Together. Hello, hello, let's grow. It's time
2: to grow. What time is it? It's time to show and lift. Love it! I found out about you through my friend John, whose Instagram handle is Shut Up and Lift. Okay, which is you know a little bit harsh. <laughs> well,
3: you know it's it's a harsh world out there. <laughs> some people need to be told. Shut up and some lift. Some people need to be told, and some need to tell. Yeah. exactly.
2: Here at Let's Grow Big Together, we really value great mentors and teachers because they're really what makes the world go round. Well, thank you. And he wrote, uh, I want to read this to you and read this to the audience because hopefully John's not too embarrassed hearing this. But he wrote, "Uh, five years ago, I walked into this gym, Metro Flex, Metro (laughs) Flex Austin. He said, I walked into this gym, a broken, weak, and lost boy. I was filled with fear and intimidation, but I knew something had to change. I was tired of waking up every day feeling weak, worthless, fail, and lost with no direction. I was consumed by dark thoughts and severe depression. Clothes hang on to me like I was a wire hanger, and dark circles covered my eyes. I starved myself, believing I didn't deserve to eat, as I was a failure in so many other facets of my life. I stared at the ground everywhere I went to avoid making eye contact with strangers. My depression locked me in a cage of anxiety, and I felt the world was out to get me. I was in a constant state of feeling judge. I completely isolated myself from the opportunity of enjoying life. On October 17th, 2017, that was the day I literally woke up, looked in my bathroom mirror and said, I'm done. I'm done feeling frail. I'm done feeling tired. I'm done starving myself. I'm done cringing. I'm done hating others for making the enjoyment of life look so easy. I'm done being scared. I'm done being bullied outsider I was in high school. I'm done denying myself a life. I'm done running from non-existent outside demons, and I'm ready to confront the very real ones that lived inside me. That same day, I sent the most vulnerable email to my life to three bodybuilding gyms and poured my whole life story out. Two of the gyms responded with one sentence, cool. But the third came from Shay. it was from Shay Manchaca, the owner of Metroflex ATX. She took the time to acknowledge every point in the email I sent with such sincerity and made me feel heard and more importantly, worthy of this journey. From that moment on, Shay took me under her wing. Now, five years later, I smile more than ever I have in life and became part of a community. I have goals and ambitions. I open myself up to love and experiences and offer that back to the world. I stay excited about tomorrow and I pride myself on my ability to spread happiness to everyone I come across. Today, Shay's is not only my coach, but my employer, my best friend, and above all, my second mom. I wouldn't be the man I am today had she not seen me cry for help and reached her hand out. It is because of her... And this building stamped Metro Flex ATX, my whole world changed for the best. It's a scary journey that comes with one hell of a payoff, but it's worth taking, I promise.
3: (laughs) It's pretty awesome. I don't think I read it. I'm not really sure I heard it as much as I did until you just read it right now.
2: Yeah.
3: You know, we get so caught up in everything and it just becomes another day, right? So Mm -hmm. that's pretty awesome.
2: With all the opportunities you've had in your life, what inspired you and your husband to start this gym, this unique gym, Metroflex Austin?
3: Fitness was always my passion. I've been competing since I was 28. I'm 53 now. It was always my passion and my go-to and my outlet, personally. And we found this gym called Metroflex, and someone owned it before I did. And it was um, half the size it was now. It was beaten up. Uh, you know, we're, we're known as a hardcore gym anyways, you know, the Rocky style gym. So, and I love that about our gym and um, the person who owned it at the time was pretty much just done with trying to make that style of gym work in, in and in a, the old school gym work in a new school society, you know, that we have right now mm-hmm. with different mindsets of working out and the best of the best and all the good stuff. So, you know, he sold it to me. And I wasn't really quite sure what I was going to do with it, and I just loved the people who worked there, the trainers that were there, and they were just the real deal. And I wouldn't, didn't want them to see them lose their their place. So you know, I, I bought it as a passion project and something that I that I love to do. Didn't think that I would go as deep or as far as I am into it now. I thought it would be an uh, addition to my other companies. But once I got started with it, it deserved. um like I said, it deserved more time because I could see that it wasn't just a gym. It was evolving to a sanctuary for people. And it was revolving for people's outlet that they couldn't find somewhere else because it was so cliquish. And at these other gyms, are you know, the best of the best, and the everybody's wearing the best of the best, and they don't feel like they're part of the, 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 the clique. And then, then, then they just, they quit going. And here they would just stay and they become a part of our community. And we are just a bunch of, um, um, we, I don't know to say, <laughs> Rejects. So you're <laughs> like a, the
2: island of misfit toys, but with lots of muscle. <laughs> I have said that
3: more than once. We're the island of misfits, but we just get along. <laughs> and, and we all come out to help each other in a community. And it's, and it's like I said, I didn't start it to be that way, but it's kind of what it evolved to. You well, know? Yeah.
2: Yeah. I have a lot of friends that, that are, you know, bodybuilders but come from the background of recovery. Yes. Um and you know, in doing this podcast, like everybody we've ever talked to, they sort of start their bodybuilding careers with some great calamity.
3: Uh, of I agreed. You Absolutely. Know,
2: like something terrible happens. Yeah. <laughs> it's their origin story. It's their origin it's like coming to like a comic book superhero or villain, you know, it's like <laughs> something extraordinary happens to them that, you know, would destroy anybody else and instead they turn that around and build this new body and new life for themselves.
3: And they do it and, and they find some worth in it, you know, and they find yeah. some power in it and they they, re, they reborn themselves, you know, the, and, they, and they do it. You're 100% correct. A lot of the folks that come here who are successful at this are people who come with just really destructive back, backgrounds or, you know, the military that have strong PTSD and just can't oh, feel wow. they can connect anywhere. We get a lot of that. Uh, you know, my, ex, my husband's military um, marines as well, and um, I, I was a contractor and all those good things, you know, and, and so we, we can relate with all that. Um, and like you said, there's a lot of dark and a lot of, a lot of broken folks that come through these doors when they first come here, and, and they just connect. And I don't know if it's just the people that, that's who we are, that we, you know, there's, we, we, just, we just really care. I mean I want to I don't want to say anything. Uh, uh, You're not going to be
2: bashing planet fitness today.
1: <laughs>
2: I, I do appreciate the the pizza and candy that they have sitting there but you know it's not uh, Shay's hot kitchen which we'll get to in a minute but you know in terms of like you know gym environments what do you think is like an unhealthy env- or or a, a you know a discouraging environment what does
3: that look like Well I guess it's to each their own right I mean what, what I might find is discouraging. Some people love, you know, I, I, I can't go to a, a big box gym and get the, and get a, a, a workout that I feel like I yeah. come out and my hands are dirty and I'm sweaty and I'm, you know, when there's no AC in my gym and it's all out in basically outside in a warehouse.
1: Wait a second. Uh, You're in Austin, Texas, and you have no air conditioning in your gym. Absolutely correct. What are days like when it's 115 degrees
3: outside in Texas? It's hot, but it's amazing. I'm telling you, you can can build some strong souls. (laughs) Well, I actually,
2: you know, my bodybuilding career started lifting at the University of Texas at Austin with Jan and Terry Todd. Nice. I don't know if you're
3: familiar with them. That's I didn't know you're from Austin. That's great. Oh, no, yeah, I don't. Yeah,
2: know. I, I'm I'm dying to go uh, work out at your gym, but and when you know when not when it's hot outside. <laughs> oh,
3: come on, but come th- on, can make your break. You and you know we do we do have a lot of bodybuilders, so they they utilize that that time to really. It's it's like um, what I say. It's Brigman's it's Brigman's workout or Brickman's workout. I mean, the the the, the hundred degrees comes free with a gym. You don't have to pay for it here. You know, but you guys it's, have that
2: big giant box fans
3: that you know blast. We a lot have of we air have, have those big ass fans, and yeah. they are called big ass fans on the on on our roof. Um, our ceiling and we have the big box fans. Yeah. And that is, that is essential. But I would tell you, if you, if you start working out and you get the sweat and you get, you get, you just get the grit, the grind, you know, just the grit. It's mm. just really hard to go back to, um, the hotel style gyms.
2: Mm. I mean, so, yeah, yeah, my first gym was a hotel fight. gym in the, in Puerto Rico in the 1980s. <laughs> and you know, you, I don't know if you ever watched dynasty, on yes. television the from, 80s. from the eighties, that yes. gym that they had in their house—that was the gym that I used to work out. In. <laughs>
3: oh my goodness!
2: And it was like so—you know—some of that stuff was so ridiculous. And you know, I envy all these young people today who, you know, have converging hammer strength machines and all this like really cool uh, technologies and understanding of how to build muscle. Yeah, you know, we sure. just didn't have that growing. You and I are about the same age, you know, so we're masters. It was different world.
3: That's for sure. Or mistresses. You know?
2: <laughs> <laughs> and I notice uh, uh, the Olympia doesn't have a masters division for women. It doesn't have masters at all. But for women, though, for women, for men it does. Doesn't for anybody.
3: No, they haven't had it like in eleven or thirteen years. Okay. Any masters, but and, and,
2: and can we explain to the listeners real fast that that's for bodybuilders who are
3: over the age of 50, is that right? Well, you know, it's just well, here's the deal okay. Master well, Olympia to be qualified for the Olympia, you have to win first place at a pro show. Okay. Okay. So wh- whatever your age is, you have to win. Now, if you win first place at a master's category, that doesn't qualify you.
2: Uh-huh.
3: Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Uh, however, this year, 2023, they're bringing back Masters Olympia.
2: So it's it's for the, you know, savvy uh, lifters like you and I who have
1: been. Because
2: <laughs> this is
0: the thing for, about it for me. You, it's yeah. like we
2: went to the, um, what was it, the the NPC Nationals, the Gladiator mm-hmm. here.
1: Midwest Gladiator. The
2: Midwest Gladiator, and uh, they had the Masters uh, Division. And it was 50 uh, and above, and there was five contestants. And I was like, yes. three of those five contestants, I could have taken my shirt off, slathered some uh, tanning stuff and (laughs) gone home with a sword. Tantana on you. (laughs) You know, and and that's why I think it's really cool. It's like, you know, that, that there's all, you know, everybody seems feels very intimidated about bodybuilding in these contests. But once you actually go, you realize that it's, you know it's a much bigger picture it's a much broader sure. range of physiques than we the people that we see in the magazines or the instagram accounts
3: yeah it's way it's way broader than yeah. those isolated few but yeah they're bringing it back in 2023 it's going to be i think august this year so and they're hand selecting who can compete at the at the um, olympia masters it's going to be, gonna be Ro- doing in it in romania uh Shay are you going to do it uh, again, you have to be selected to do it. So well, they you're have gonna to petition it. and be right. like,
2: "If you want me, bring me to your Olympia."
1: Uh, the, <laughs> do you have to uh, win a masters regional, or they're just gonna, in order no, to be selected, that, or they're just gonna go around the country and be like, "We want you to compete. We want you to compete."
3: They that, are right? Asking, you know, I did a pro show, pro masters, and I did win in yeah. two thousand twenty but there was no masters at that point. But this year they're bringing the 23 masters Olympia to Romania and you have to apply for it and they will choose who gets to compete mm. and hey, they mean yeah. the IFBB.
2: A lot of young people today say this like, you know, the bodybuilding contests are overrated that their contest is Instagram. <laughs> you know, mm. the, 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 what is it? The, the verdict of public opinion, as opposed to a, a panel of judges, of judges, you know, and, and, you know, other people who are definitely aligned with contests say that it's such a unique experience that if that's your passion, you definitely should do it at least once in your life.
3: Uh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, far as, as far as competing, they should do it mm-hmm. once in their life, as you're saying. Yeah. Um. For sure. Absolutely. I mean, no one really realizes how hard it is or, or what it completely entails until you actually go through it at least once or twice, Mm -hmm. because it's pretty cumbersome.
1: Fausto's training and he was uh, talking to some people at work for a contest coming up and the guy at work is like, Oh, when are you starting your training? And Fausto just looks (laughs) at him like, uh, 30 years ago,
3: (laughs) basically. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. I get that all the time. When are you going to start prepping? I'm like, I started about when I was 28. Yeah, mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> you're, But does it, does it crush your soul a little bit when someone's like, Oh, you lift weights and you're like, um, Oh my God, <laughs> I in." Oh
3: Jesus Christ. <laughs> the, or they're the thing, are, are you mm-hmm. a power lifter? Or are you CrossFit?
1: <laughs> well, is it e- for when you're getting ready for a contest for you? Is it easier to kind of like to bulk up or is it, e- is it harder to trim down?
3: I can put on weight pretty easy. So yeah. I put on I yeah, I'm 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 I got I get I got up to two ten this, this off season and mm-hmm. um and you know that was on a and that was a clean bulk. That was not even e- eating crap. That was eating hundred mm-hmm. percent on a clean bulk. I stay with my coach year round. So wow. off season is just important with in season. So everything that goes into my mouth was, you know, prescribed by a coach in order to gain the certain amount of weight so that when we start dialing down, which we're starting to do now, mm-hmm. um that, you know, you're not, you're sustaining muscle, you're making muscle versus just gaining fat.
1: So you're training for a contest right now. Oh, yeah. What, what, are, you, what are you going to enter into? Can you say?
3: Um, I've, I am looking into um, the pros, obviously, uh, but doing open pros and maybe some masters this summer.
1: Mm, awesome
2: And if you win You get a boat A car <laughs> Yeah You get a plastic $100, trophy $100,000 <laughs> And a lifetime supply Of cosmetics
3: uh, some honest- <laughs> Anastasia
2: of Beverly Hills
3: <laughs> Protein Right
2: <laughs> What are they giving away uh, as, as prizes now For women's Oh it contest? depends on the
3: show But it yeah. can be anywhere from a couple grand To mm-hmm. five grand it's, it's not a lot Ten grand I mean when you consider How much it costs To do these things It's yeah. pennies well, but, yeah, just know, the food alone. Us don't do it for the money. We don't do it for the money. Yeah. I mean, it's not a it's not a rich sport, you know.
1: Yeah. Oh, well, I'm sure people hope to get like a sponsorship or you know <sighs> get get something out of it, and you know, just also the the victory, right? It should might be enough for a lot of people.
3: That's pretty much why I do it. Is because I like to win. Mm. So cool, I mean, and
2: you're beautiful, strong, myself. bold woman who teaches and and you know mentors and coaches so many people. Um, what are some of the similarities uh, that those individuals have when they come to you and seeking help for building muscle? What are the things they have in common?
3: <sighs> okay. Name that question one more time. Say it one yeah, more like time. What are,
2: what are they, when people turn to you and say, Shay, I'm, I'm, I've tried nothing and I'm all out of ideas.
1: <laughs> 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 how do I get big? You know, I, know I you guess said. I'm trying I to get you to, watch watch to sort of explain. define
2: what bodybuilding <laughs> is or how it works or. You know, and I always tell people it's, it's the art of eating and turning that food into muscle by Absolutely. getting those nutrients into the cells.
3: It's, uh, it's not you know, 85% yeah. of it's the nutrition of it behind it. Mm-hmm. And it's getting, I always say, if I can get my client's head right, I can get their body to follow. And a lot of times it's the self-sabotaging. It's the self-depreciations. It's all the past of, of I can't do this or I'm not worth it that we have to get through. I mean, my job, I kid you not, is 90% psychological. Really? And that, that's the way I look at it, and that's why I mean I retain my clients. I have clients for five, six years. I have no openings on my books. I can't get rid of them if I wanted to. <laughs> I'm just not charging four hundred dollars a session like a psychiatrist is. But, yeah. but I tell you, they stick with me since I, I have I have pretty much the same clients I've had for years now because they will not take up their space because they feel it's worth and they get their results. But, but the mindset is what we work so much on. If I can get the mind right, then the body the body will follow.
2: What's the mindset? What does that
3: look like to you? Again, the self sabotaging, yeah. the self destruction, the and "I'm not worth it." Um, I you know the not prioritizing prioritizing themselves. Um, you know the uh, pressures from not feeling good enough from other people. If we can get that to get work, everything seems to fall into place.
4: Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Like an Oprah Winfrey episode
2: where you're like, you have to make time to take care of yourself, you know? And you do. And, and whenever I go to like visit family in Texas, you know, I'm like, uh, we're going to have good food. We're going to have all the time to go to the gym. And then I feel like I'm playing that video game where you're like dodging things as you're driving down the road, you know, and there's always just somebody trying
3: to sabotage Sabotage.
2: your gains and and, and with the best of intentions, you know?
3: Right. Oh yeah. My family, I had to, you know, I've been doing this for a long time and and my dad up until he passed and 19, you know, he was still trying to feed me every time I were around and he finally got to where he understood, okay, this is something she's doing seriously. And this, I can't make her shrimp with really butter. It's shrimp though. You know, but with butter and, and potatoes and with your know, cheese on it. It's shrimp, though, or fish. You know, they, they finally get to where they understand that no, dad, I, I can't have it. I know I can not have it. I'm choosing not to.
2: Well, I mean, if it frits your macros. No. No. <laughs> so you feel like it, it's uh, in terms of like nutrition, it's not just about the macros; it's also about the food choices. As it's about well.
3: the food choices. It's about the sugar. It's about the conversion of how the body breaks things down into sugar. It's about all those. You know, it depends on your goal. You yeah. know, not, not everybody's wanting to get on the stage, so they don't have to be as strict.
2: Sure. Sure.
3: But you know, but if they're wanting to lose thirty pounds and they're not, let's look at your diet. Why? I, but I mean, I'm following the macros, but I'm eating six donuts, and you know. uh you know, a, a piece of fish at night. Why, why am I losing weight?
2: Well, because those donuts have a lot of fat
3: in them. <clears throat> and they have a lot of sugar. You know, Sugar's- like uh, this
2: is the thing I've learned and in and, and guide, you know, I don't do coaching. I do consultation and sort of like get people started to work with a coach. And the thing that I talk to them is like, yeah, if you're going to be a vegan, go for it. But you're going to track your food and you're going to soon see that a giant bowl of garbanzos is not going to have as much protein as an eight ounce portion of chicken. Absolutely. And, you know, so if you're okay with eating, you know, a pile of garbanzos several times a day, then it's going to be a lot easier for you to build protein, a muscle with a vegan diet than it is in a more traditional diet.
3: I mean, it can be done. They they have to, I'm not a big, I'm not. ai don't preach the vegan, um, you know, methodologies and uh, and, the, and the diets and stuff like that. I'll cook it and make it for them if that's what I, I have to do. But I'm. I, I'm not. You know, I always pass off anybody who wants to be a vegan who wants to work with me. I'll give them to somebody I know who's better at it than I am.
2: And I gotta say, you know, a lot of those, like I, I was looking even, you know, the non bodybuilding meal plans and all those services, and some of the food is just lousy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know?
3: Yeah. And that's hard. Yeah. It's hard to say. It's hard to say on a plan when the food sucks. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I, that's why I started my uh, my my Chez Hot Kitchen, and I started that for clients but that couldn't keep that couldn't um, say stick to a diet because everything was flavorless. I thought it had to taste like cardboard, and so I started just kind of prepping some things and preparing things because I use a lot of spices and flavor, but does none of them have sugar, and, and yes, they have salt, and that's okay because we need salt. It's essential, and um, you know, and again, it depends on where you're at and your goals. If you're hitting a stage on. Friday, you may not need salt on Thursday, you know, but before that you do. But anyways, so I started that, uh, my mm-hmm. meal prep company in order to get flavor to these people and so they can stick to their plan. I just had a, a girl who uh, sent me a text day for yesterday. I just posted on Facebook that she's already dropped 50 pounds, 50 pounds just, just by eating my food and cardio. That's it. Wow. That's it. it. Over like a period of literally four 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 and a half months.
1: What's your current that's macro? A, that's a good steady decline, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Sorry. I um, mean, Shay, she your, what's
3: your 30s, current macro
1: breakdown? I'm sorry.
2: What's your current macro breakdown? For me personally, yeah. I'm just curious. I don't know. You have want, feel comfortable sharing uh, that?
3: I typically have about 30, 50, 40 grams of protein per meal.
2: But I mean, I like in right a total up. day, because so people sort of can get an
3: idea of so what that is. I, eat doing. Six, I eat six times a day. So let's uh-huh. say you know forty project 240.
2: 240 so, grams of protein a day mhm and then carbs uh, fats my
3: carbs are that one time were a lot right now they're not um they're about about this almost the same maybe less about 200 grams a day okay and then fats are very uh just probably under 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 30 under 40
2: damn S- under 30 oh, yeah yeah
3: you gotta just be you, uh, how like are
2: you cooking stuff i mean you gotta be boiling it i imagine <laughs> steam I,
3: I, <laughs> I eat 99 one turkey and and fish white fish so right now but that's it and egg whites
2: yeah that's the wow. thing is like you know what are your thoughts about eggs because everyone's like i had this one time this old bodybuilder come up to me he's like you want to build muscle you go to costco get yourself several trays of eggs and you eat those eggs because eggs are the fountain of protein and protein builds muscle and i started (coughs) looking at the eggs and i'm like these are so high in fat
3: yeah the yolks the yolks yeah no i uh i think i you know i think you got your eggs you've got your white chicken even dark chicken for some people who have faster metabolisms or um you've got lean steak you've got sirloin you've got salmon you've got whitefish you've got ahi tuna you've got cod You've got turkey, 99.1%, 937 There you go.
2: And what she's talking about, the turkey, is the, the amount of fat.
3: fat. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Like lean ground beef yeah. is 90%. Red
3: potatoes, green beans or broccoli, four, four, four to six times a day, you're going to see some weight loss.
2: But then there's Shay's secret spices that make the so delicious. <laughs>
3: yeah, I mean, people can do it all day long. They just won't. <laughs> yeah. it's, just, it's just easier for them to come pick up a package with everything counted out for them.
2: Well, that's the thing that's so exciting about building muscle today is that you have a lot of these apps that turn the mechanism of tracking your food or your workouts yes. into almost like a game. Sure. And so, you know, and it's interesting, like in terms of gaming theory or practice, it's like when, when, you know, Mary Poppins said this, right? In every job that must be done, there is have to be an element of fun. When you find the fun, then snap, the job becomes a game mm. and the task is done. And, and in a lot of ways, you know, these with these apps, you sort of like are, you know, tricking yourself into following this and you want to get the score, right? You, sure. Absolutely. <laughs> whereas in the old days, you know, with uh, and you and I came of age uh, with Corey Everson on I television, love her. Mm-hmm. you know, uh, teaching America how to build muscle. Yep. Did you
3: watch that show? I love her. Yeah. She's my idol. <laughs> Did you ever meet her? No, but she, she, I have her on my Facebook and she's awesome. I love her. She's, she was the reason all reason I got into her and Rachel McLeish.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So people don't know Corey Everson. She was kind of like at the age uh, the time period when daytime fitness shows were all the rage okay. in the eighties. And I forgot her name of her show. It was like, um, uh, body flexing or something like that. Body sculpting—that was the name of the show—and she had this really hot guy with her. So, <laughs> <laughs> so all the guys <laughs> were like, "Oh yeah!" And uh, you know, and I followed a lot of her workouts, and that's kind of like was my win- my first sort of bodybuilding experience was through watching Corey on television.
3: I had got all the muscle and fitness magazines. I think I still have a lot of them, boxes of them, and I used to take hers and go copy it from our copy machine and laminate it and those were those were my workouts you know going into I, you know i didn't know nothing i did, I was my own coach going through my shows and everything i knew nothing at the time i taught myself everything you know down to everything down to the sodium levels what i was trying to do i mean i everything was you know we i didn't have a computer then yeah. there was no internet all the access to the information that we had then so you had to read you had to actually read
2: And did you ever get like Arnold's uh, encyclopedia of bodybuilding? I
3: did. Yes. Yes. Someone stole it from the gym, but yes, I had it. (laughs) I will get another one.
2: Well, do you feel like in a lot of ways that that information in the past has any of that changed? Uh, I mean, certainly there's like, you know, people were taught to do full range sit-ups, which nobody seems to be doing anymore is one example you know, of that I,
3: I, I think it's all back to the basics if you yes. ask me I think you can get fancy with all this stuff but the food is the same I mean nutrition is nutrition our bodies have I mean mm-hmm. there's might be some better options or like avocado you know versus you know or the MCT oils that we didn't have back then for you know um, just different options but nutrition is I mean just the clean nutrition and pick shit up hard pick it up put it down <laughs> I pick up heavy things and I put pick them down. Things. Pick up heavy things and put them down. <laughs> you know, they have come up with all these gravy exercises, and you're like, "It's just fluff." You know, it's Instagram models or this and that. It's just just go pick stuff up and put it down. Yes, keep your form right and all that good stuff, but it's just let's get back to basics.
2: Shay, as as a woman in bodybuilding, as a as a woman who's also a a teacher, a mentor, a coach, you know the. Is, is is there some? There is a benefit in some ways of having um, coming from your own perspective. Can you talk a little bit about that in terms of like you know getting people to bring down their walls and opening themselves up to new ideas and new approaches?
3: Good question. Um, I mean. As from a woman's perspective, as far as owning this gym, it was. Uh, mm-hmm. And I'm not sure if I'm answering your answering this correctly, but you know, I was kind of like this was you know Ronnie Coleman style gym. This was all the things that you know, all Branch Warren, all these heavy guys at Arlington or Arlington Metroflex because we're a franchise, you know, that started the this brand and and coming in as a female, you know, I had to, I feel like I had to really prove myself in terms of ha- having the street cred and and the, and the credibility to. to Mm-hmm. To stand with these guys, I wasn't a pro when I bought this gym. I had to work. For, I worked for that the whole time so that I would get some street cred. Mm-hmm. Um, and so uh, I think as a female, though, I mean, I I, I don't know if I have much barriers because I don't really see the barriers if I do. But um, I've had a, a couple people come in and say they want a guy, you know, to do this. They want a guy to do that. They want they want the guy to do this and all those things, and then they end up with me about six months later when <laughs> they, they're like, "You tried the rest, me, uh, now have the best." On it. And, and, and I you know, kid you not, because I you know have a, I have a note right here for a, a guy that um, was sent to me that he wants a you know wants a uh, nutrition advice. He was sent to me, and he from another trainer at another gym that that I cooked his food, and he wanted nutrition advice, but um, he wanted to have someone do online workout. But he wants a guy. He didn't want a girl. My name is yeah, Universal, so he didn't know it was a female. And then John, who you, you were talking, who opened this conversation, said, "Well, the female is the the pro here. The female is the one that owns the company. The female is the one that does the nutrition, and she owns the nutrition place. And she, the female, is the one that has all the book booked up clients where she can't <laughs> she can't take anymore. So you may want her, but that's up to you."
2: Well, do you feel like there's there's never been any kind of obstacles for you in your career path, or or do you feel like those Obstacles don't really matter when you got results.
3: Yeah, I don't. You know what? I don't. I don't. I don't see as obstacles. Yeah, they're most cliche, but I see them as opportunities.
2: Because part of it is like you know, with a lot of people who do get coaches, they have negative experiences that the coach doesn't understand where they're coming from. And you know, certainly for somebody who's in their fifties, my big fear was like working with somebody. Who didn't understand all the injuries that I've <laughs> accumulated oh, yeah, for sure. through the course of my life? And, uh, you know, yeah. I've had like the, the only time I've ever been injured at a gym is because I was lifting with somebody in their 20s yep. and they're like, oh, come on, man, you could do yeah. it. And you're just the like, the whole ego thing.
3: Yeah.
2: And you're just like, oh, well, there we go. You ego know, lifting.
3: Yeah. What's the name lifting. of that
2: guy who tore his bicep and ended his career? He was Aust- Australian. He like was struggling with uh, oh, meth- yeah. meth- addiction. Lee Priest. Lee, well, not just Lee Priest. Uh, it was another guy, but um, I'm blanking on his name. He was like, he played Arnold Schwarzenegger in the. Uh, Calum, yeah. Africa. Yeah.
1: I think he's South that's Africa. That's right. That's right. He had a meth addiction too. He, uh, Yeah. Uh,
2: oh. Yeah. And he's in recovery now and stuff. No so. boy, thing. But, you know, that's the thing about it is, is like for a lot of these guys, it's like, you know, sometimes when building muscle comes easy to you, you don't understand how valuable that is and you're willing to sure. sacrifice it more.
3: Oh yeah. Well, you know, is, that's a sad thing, but you mm-hmm. know, like again, you put it in the nail on the head. A lot of these people come from addictive pasts of something. Um, and, 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 and they are hard. And the people that do the best at this sport are super, super hard and critical on themselves. It's, it, it can be, overwhelmingly it can it can be it can be a you know analysis paralysis in terms of the over critical how critical they are of every spec just piece of their body you know yeah. and that's why that's what they do but it takes someone that i'm not, I'm not going to call it narcissistic because it's not narcissistic because it's a sport you know mm-hmm. i mean if you're if you're a a swimmer, you want to be the best, you're going to work your ass off to, to be the best swimmer. If you're, if you're going to be a bodybuilder, you want to be the best bodybuilder. So um, it takes a lot of work and, and um, dedication. So, you know, these people are just are so coming from these paths that are so addictive of something, from something. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's real easy to get back into something else. If if, the, if you're not progressing or succeeding at this rate that you think you want, there's, there's always those ones who got to fill that void somehow.
2: And so how do you give them like mama Shay loving? Like, uh, you know, cause sometimes it's, uh, people just need to hear like, I like you just the way you are, Yeah, but I also want you to be the best you possibly can be.
3: Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, people, yeah. I mean, and, and as far as a female being that, I, I don't know. I, I just try to say very, I listen to my people. I mean, they're all different. They all got their own, they all got their own thing, man. You got the thing that make them tick. And like I said, if I can get their mind right and keep that clear, everything else will follow. It just happens. Mm. And that's where you step back and you start up and you listen. You know? And you figure it out together.
2: What did you have for breakfast today?
3: <laughs> I had one egg yeah. with a cup of egg whites and a cup of spinach.
2: No hot sauce?
3: No. No. I mean, I, I could. As long as it has no sugar in it, but I don't. Mm-hmm. No. And then I had... One cup of egg whites and 30 grams of cream of rice for my meal, too.
1: Okay. So two breakfasts. I like that. I love two, I love my breakfasts. <laughs>
2: yeah, I, I have the concept of a pre-breakfast. <laughs> pre-breakfast. I <laughs> like, like it's that. It's like your warm-up for the first meal of the day, and I, I'm a big believer in uh, fresh fruit. Oh, I um, love it. Because nope. I'm like, you know, fruit doesn't have a lot of uh, carbs in it, and a lot of that is uh, – has a lot of fiber. So, you know, I'm not recommending a banana, but like honeydew, I'm like, it's, I'm in heaven. Just yeah, a, these are great. berries you know.
3: are great. They're low sugar. Berries, blueberries, blackberries, red berries, strawberries, mm-hmm. blueberries, course, the
2: darker, the berry, the sweeter, the juice. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> but uh, What is your thoughts on uh, people putting a scoop of whey protein in their morning coffee?
3: Ew. Is that a thing? I do it. No, you don't. I mean, yes, I, as I as just as did as it as today. As long as it doesn't curl
2: up, go for it. No, it, well, I mean, because again, you know, you and I, when we were in our twenties, you yeah. know, we They're saw either family ball. members or ourselves uh, taking way, and way was nasty.
3: Mm-hmm. It
2: clogged up. It was exactly. like, yeah, it, it wouldn't mix with anything. Yeah, it's
3: more what do you, process what do you, what do you, now. Is it in your coffee?
2: I don't know how what they're doing to whey, and I'm, and this is my feeling about like all these whey and casein. And I'm curious to hear your thoughts. Is that it's a supplement? It's not meant to replace food Absolutely. and your protein
3: uh, source. I I preached all my people eat yeah. food is more. We will do. I I'll put isolate in there or casein in there for like a night in your shake before they go to bed or something like that. But if I can get them to eat food, I'd rather them eat food.
2: Well, because there's stuff in food we just don't even know about. Exactly. Right. Yep. You know, and and that's the thing. I was like, it, especially in this day and age that we live in, there is all this like new information. You know, myostatin inhibitors, <laughs> which <laughs> we see like in those photos of those cows and bulls that have all these muscles. You know, mm-hmm. oh yeah,
1: something along that lines now. A gene therapy for it. There's there's a the- gene therapy. There's a
2: stem cell therapy that I was uh, listening to a podcast about this. And my friend, uh, she's a female bodybuilder here in Chicago, and she goes to Brazil every year to do stem cell therapy. Wow. And so, you know, yeah. if you're familiar with um, um, Kim Kardashian, she took, they take your blood out, mm-hmm. they, they isolate elements in the blood, and then inject it back into your skin, and then over the course of a year, it has a rejuvenating effect. And so, for That's a right. lot of bodybuilders, as you age, you know, your joints and your tendons wear out, and so... Using stem cell therapy in that same manner that Kim Kardashian puts it into her face um, wow. has this really powerful anti-inflammatory and rejuvenating effect. But
1: well, it doesn't come cheap, does it?
2: It's you know about six grand now. So and, and you know and, and plus the traveling fees. And so a lot of people, a lot of these pro bodybuilders, a lot of these professional sports athletes that are you know getting older and older, they're the ones going, spending all their money, going to other countries to do it. But the pharmaceutical industry in the United States. Uh, fights against it because it's a, a very effective at, at stopping and ending a uh, disease. And so for them, it's like, it's, it's really hard to make money when you have yep. a one-time treatment that can stop something that otherwise it would be making money by giving you medication on, as an ongoing basis.
0: Interesting. Yeah.
2: yeah. And then there's also, you know, like peptides that are um, not for human consumption. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, everybody's buying them on the internet. And a lot of these, like I just did a, um, a cycle of peptides for my joints. And I found this also from my, my other friend and she was recommending it to me. And it was just like, it was such uh, it was BPC and TB 500. Don't ask me what they mean. T P five
3: hundred.
2: Yeah, I know what that is. And and uh, you know, I basically six to eight weeks of taking this uh, these these peptides.
1: They're injected, right?
2: Injected into the area of your muscle. I'm uh, not your muscle, but you know, the like. So if you're having elbow problems, you want to inject it near your elbows. Mm-hmm. And it really did a lot. Um, you know, because I've been lifting since I was in eighth grade. You know, and for me, it's like, you know, I was just like, God, can I continue doing this? It's like, you know, I'm doing my first contest this year. Okay. Oh, and I'm like. At part, there are days where I'm like, I'm going to own it. And then on the other <laughs> days, I'm like, I'm going to make a fool of myself. That's your
3: saboteur. No, you're not. You're going to be, it's going to be awesome.
2: But I met my, uh, actually, a friend of mine or somebody that I know, um, he's going to be competing against me uh, this year. And he's like way better physique than I am. So stop Like There you
3: go. Right there. Stop. <laughs> that right there. What you just said, you need to stop that stuff. Well,
1: I'm how trying do I sabotage him? Sure, you just have to make sure he doesn't show up it. on the day of the contest. Yeah, he's going to have an accident. <laughs>
2: stop. Cut his brakes of this car. All right, Tanya. Jesus. Tanya Harding, yeah. Get get my boyfriend to bring a ba- bad being. Why me? You know, the bodybuilding contests are actually really, like, wholesome. Pla- There's none of this, like, Tanya Harding kind of stuff happening. <laughs>
3: no. Uh, you know, I've I've met some pretty good ladies in line, I, and here yeah. it's, it's all. And I uh, have to stop myself from this every every single time because mm-hmm. the last couple times I did it, when they're about to have a breakdown in the in the line as we're going on, having a breakdown. I don't know. What you, I can't. I, you know. Blah, 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 blah. I I self doubt. Self doubt. Self. I'm like, you know, like 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 the episode of an airplane where they slap this crap. them. Oh. <laughs> like, you're here already. <laughs> you're here. And I'm like, stop it! Pull it together. You got this. Breathe through it. And they beat me. <laughs> so oh, no. I'm like, I'm not doing this anymore. You're on your own.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, you should. You got to bring uh, like some f- delicious food that
3: doesn't <laughs> right.
0: help. You know, like
2: would anybody like some of my cupcakes? <laughs>
3: They're made with butter, yeah. Yeah, extra donuts, salt. Pancakes, anything, girls? <laughs> yeah. No. No. No, stop. You I can't do the self talk You can't compare yourself to anybody. It's you against you, and that's it. And this is your first year, so this is your starting base. Mm. You start looking at your competition, it's game over. you got to stop that. Well, it and- will get into your head, and it will mess you up. Don't compare yourself to anybody else but you.
2: Well, and it's really encouraging to see a lot of LGBTQ plus people and their allies uh, participating in these things and, and and seeing people speaking out against transphobia and homophobia In the sport. And to me, it's like, um, it's so exciting to see that because it used to be such a toxic, you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger said, homophobia is slowly killing bodybuilding because people, men have a hard time saying to another man, you look beautiful. And so they're trying to sort of be like mass monsters or or almost go for the grotesque when ultimately, you know, we're looking for something aesthetic and beautiful. as well. Yeah,
3: I agree. Mm -hmm. Agreed.
2: And in terms of like, uh, you know, for trans people or people who are non-binary, um, and for women, you know, in taking like performance enhancing drugs or steroids, like how does that conversation take place? Like for somebody who's like, you know, I want to build muscle, but I'm also worried about it changing my voice or my, uh, my face or my body in a way that's not feminine for me.
3: Well, that's always a, you know, it's always a scare and I highly recommend people, um, you know, I'm 53 in April. I highly recommend people that are going to go that route to go with a go with a company like an HRT company. You know that and don't buy the stuff off the streets. You know, HRT go through stands
2: the, for hormone replacement therapy. Hormone
3: replacement therapy, yeah. <laughs> you know, and 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 a lot of times you can get whatever you need there. And again, it depends on your goals. Whatever you know, I, I'm at a pro level and. I get everything I need from my hormone replacement therapy. Everything I get is prescribed from a doctor, and I'm I'm not going to take my life down for it, you know, for the street drugs and the other things. I'm just not going to do it. I'm not. Mm. I'm fortunate. Whatever I can get from them, whatever they need, if it's whether it be peptides or you know GH, which I can get through them, it's all 100% prescribed through doctors, and uh, and my blood work is done every eight weeks.
2: Although growth hormone is so expensive, man, if if I could uh, grow it like um, people no grow their own marijuana, I'd do it. No kidding, right? <laughs> I
3: mean, it is expensive, and yeah. but you know, it's it's an anti aging too as well. Like you said, with the whole um, blood uh, doping stuff, whatever they're doing up there, but ever. But you know, I just I just choose to do it that way through nutrition, through hard work, through keeping my thyroid regular, keeping my you know keeping keeping my hormones in check, and you know, so. I highly recommend that if, to any of my clients that are, that are my age or over 30 um, because everything starts to decline. I'd have, I have I just have them start getting their blood work done and have them speak with a physician that knows what they're talking about that doesn't measure people by ranges. They measure the people by the individuals.
2: Well, you a lot know, of doctors it, don't even know anything about bodybuilding. Exactly. And, and so it's exactly. finding the right person in the
3: first place. And I have two great contacts that work yeah. all over the world. And it's all over the online and they're hundred percent, um, legal. You know, everything's legal.
2: Well, a lot of people don't realize like, you know, whether you're trans or a bodybuilder, if you're taking testosterone, it's growing more blood cells in your body. Right. And So for example, the act of giving blood or removing blood from your body has to be part of that process. Sure. Yep. Absolutely. And because you're, you're growing more blood, ironically, your iron in your body is going to be depleted, and sometimes people like suffer from anemia or le- or um, fatigue, you know, because the, the iron in their body is so low in, in proportion right. to their blood. Right. Um, and they're like, but I'm not, a, I'm, I'm postmenopausal. I'm a dude, you know, why do I need iron? <laughs> <laughs> you know, Again, things like that.
3: Have, have to have that look under a, a doctor that or uh, HRT person that knows what they're talking about, you know, and your life can be a lot better. Just, just your, your, like, again, your balance, your hormones, your moods, your no mood swings. I have to live the life guessing all the time. I mean, I want to know.
2: Well, I look at someone like Kai Green in in that film, uh, Generation Iron, and he was, like, building muscle in the ghetto and, and, you know, subsidized housing, um, and he was doing everything at the lowest cost possible, Mm -hmm. and he built this massive physique with very, very modest means. And of yeah. course, Kai Green is an extraordinary, you know, part of it is he's an extraordinary person. His community, his gym, his body, his life is extraordinary as well. Sure. But it also, the takeaway here is that, you know, you know, he had it all stacked up against him, and he still persevered.
3: Exactly. And, so and some of
2: us here are sitting in our bougie houses with air conditioning and Yep. You know, and we're like complaining that we had to not
3: eat, you know,
2: ice cream that night. I,
3: I can't. Yeah. No, I get it. I get it. I, there's something to be respected. Lucky Land Casino asking people, what's the
4: weirdest place you've gotten lucky?
0: Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office.
4: That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.
3: Well, about those who don't have, have uh, as much that somehow get it done, you know? Mark, you were saying that there was
4: a guy
2: uh, who he is spending $2 million a year in anti-aging therapy. And so he's kind of like doing all the things the bodybuilders do. Especially the high-end athletes and stuff, but he's not building
1: muscle. Well, he made a t- he made a ton of money by selling yeah. uh, like a software thing to a bank. so he made like 800 million dollars you know so it's
3: nothing for him. So got,
1: And so he's just like, I want to uh, you defy aging. So he's just spending about two million dollars a year on all these different kinds of tests and he's working with people. He got himself a medical degree. Uh, but he's having wow. like every single organ, like having a readout for that. Cause he's like, you know, everything's anecdotal, 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 but you know, where's the hard science behind all that kind of stuff. And what we sure. found like through bodybuilding and everything, like if you don't write it down, if you don't analyze it and know where you're going, uh, you don't know where you're going to go to. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. But he, they he, like, what's his name? Uh, his name is, um, hold on a second. It's uh Brian Johnson,
2: Brian Johnson. So he's one of those like tech billionaires. Mm-hmm. And he's like turning around and and trying to start do another startup in anti-aging, and that's kind of like a very exciting field in terms of medical science and in terms of sports science mm-hmm. because everybody wants to invest money into this stuff, and so the world's mo- they're saying actually that we are living amongst the people right now that will live to be two hundred years old. Mm-hmm.
1: Wow. Well, and his he's, his
3: diet consists well, at least Brian of Brian will for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, he's vegan. He might be eats, the only
1: one. But <laughs> eats, eats less than two thousand calories a day. Exercises an hour a day. Uh, goes to bed every time every day at the same time. And he wears blue blocker glasses for the two hours before he goes to bed so that he gets a, a better night's sleep. So, wow!
2: Just, I'm I, a big fan of like uh, just having beef and broccoli before bed. <laughs> Before bed, and the thing was, yeah, like it's a, just cut out all your carbs an hour, at least an hour to two hours before your bed.
3: Well, do you, it, are you? Do you have a coach that you're, you're following? I am. Him?
2: I am. Yeah. Okay. Good. You know, I mean, you're you're, you're looking at me, <laughs> kind of
3: laughing at that. <laughs> well, no, no, I, no. I'm not. I, it's hey, I've seen it. You can you can slice this pie a thousand different ways.
2: Well, part of it is like I feel like carbohydrates kind of have a stimulant. Uh, you know, this is a weird thing. Like if you have a big meal, it kind of makes you sleepy, right? But if you have like a more modest meal, it can kind of energize you. And sometimes just having like you know uh, carbo- a lot of carbohydrates before going to bed, your body's kind of digesting that throughout the night, and it interferes with your
3: sleep. Your thoughts? I don't get any carbs before I go to bed, so I can't even speak to that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> at all during day I or night. I get that
3: egg whites. That's what I get.
2: But you know, like, uh, and, and this is something that I've experience and seeing a lot of uh, people do throughout the years is they're big fans of casein which Mm -hmm. is slow digesting protein taking a scoop or two of that before going to bed um, helps you know fight the destruction of muscle but it also gives your body the nutrients it needs to build as you sleep
3: sure yep higher calories but yes yeah and I have clients that do that too as well they have the casein before bed with a handful of a scoop of peanut butter or the twenty four almonds, something like that,
2: Shay, what's your favorite smoothie recipe? Can you share that with us? I don't you know <laughs> you're not a fan of it. I'm not a big
3: fan of them, but anything with yeah. anything with fruit you you bet I'm in anything with fruit, you know, berries or mango or ah oh man, I'll start salivating dried fruit, oh my gosh, love it. Uh, Can't have one
2: hot trend this week that I'm seeing on the internet, and I'm curious to hear your thoughts on it, is 100 repetition finishers. Wow. So they're doing, like, say, you know, um, there's a school of thought, right? So you're training your chest and your biceps as opposed to your chest and your triceps on that day. So you're sort of, like, targeting the smaller mm-hmm. muscle groups more. And so they, at the end of your workout, you find the lightest weight possible. And just go for it. Get that blood pumping in there, and do uh, you know a lot of people can't even do fifty with the lightest yeah. weight possible. But the idea is is getting that volume in there, so you're yeah. training your body more like a gymnast for bigger biceps, for example.
3: I like it. I do it. You do it. I do it. What are the best
2: uh, muscle groups to train in that method?
3: I just did arms that way day uh, for <laughs> yesterday, and I suck at doing arms. And I had uh, I had one of my trainers helped me through a workout and he busted my ass with a lot of the, exactly what you just talked about. Um, just doing that, that as well. Shoulders, same thing. We do finishers with a lightweight for as many reps as we can go to just absolutely go to failure.
2: Or you're like, uh, going, uh, dumbbell side lifts for your um, yeah, like, shoulders. Uh, like using
3: like the, we'll use down, like the, mm-hmm. the, um, easy, easy curl bar and do like a lean and we'll do them as far, you know, like an angle to where you get a little bit more of a degree of a, um, uh less cheating and not utilizing the body stabilizing the body and going as far as you can with a super light tw- with a 20 bar you know and go as long as you can for that <laughs> it's interesting pull, like uh,
2: when you sit down to do your dumbbell side lifts as opposed to standing you're like okay, yeah, you much. Less. Yeah.
3: exactly you don't have the momentum as much
2: is it better just to sit down all the time because it's like you, you, with more weight comes more injuries
3: well, it depends if you if you're not keeping your form and you're just throwing stuff around then probably yeah because if you know you want to make sure you're training the muscle that you're training and not doing biceps when you're doing shoulders, you know, or or doing calves. <laughs> people rock on their calves to get them up. You know, so if if uh, you can't do it right then go def definitely go down on the weight for sure. I am not an ego lifter though. I am not an ego lifter. I don't care what people what I lift, or how much I lift or I have it's not my thing. I w- I just want to get results and and stay healthy
2: yeah i mean i i can't tell you how many times I, someone asked me how much do you lift bro how much
3: do you bench it's always the first question i get how much do you, i don't bench so there like, you go well what, how what, do you squat i don't know why don't
2: I, whatever, find we don't out know you don't bench you don't bench at all
3: Mm-mm. not even dumbbells um i'll do it incline okay but no i am not a bencher. Sure. i've had more injuries with benching in the shoulders than i have um any other thing. So me personally, I don't bench and I can find a, a, you know, plus I have implants. So that's, um, it's not the greatest thing for a female with has implants.
1: Okay.
2: Is there any special precautions you have to take if you have a, like a silicone implants in your chest?
3: What was the question? I'm sorry.
2: Uh, like, are there any special precautions you have to take?
3: Well, you don't want to do a lot of decline. You don't. Mm-hmm. Well, I, you know, I don't, and I don't want to do a lot of bench. I'll do incline because mm-hmm. all you're doing is work. I mean, I paid for the bottom half. <laughs> I got <could> to work <laughs> for the top. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're mine, but I paid for them. So. <laughs> How
0: so do you just,
2: widen uh, your lats? This is like the thing I've noticed. A lot of uh, beginner bodybuilders they can't widen their lats very. So effectively. D- shape, they, huh?
3: you know, to take that's just a muscle memory. Get in the shower. Get against the back of the wall. Flatten your back out. Hold the hold that stuff. Do a lot of uh, posing in between you doing your back of trying to flare them out constantly. And, and you know, people get think people are out there posing between sets and stuff, but we were trying to do static holds to get the, the you know to mold the body. So I highly recommend that because that will help get them out there, but just that's muscle memory time and time practice, 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 practice with those lads.
1: So just the flexing, just doing that posing is going to make them. It does, bigger. you know,
3: learning. Cause that's, that's, you know, I do some posing class teaching too. And that is the number one problem area for anybody, especially females to get to, but once they get it, man, they got it. And then, And then we just try to keep them like doing their pull ups and doing wide pull ups and then do static holds with posing, doing pull downs, wide pull downs, doing static hold with posing, hold, 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 and they'll start popping out. They'll start coming out. They'll get it. That's some great information. Yeah, because this is the
2: thing is like I know some muscular guys, and when you get this is a sexual thing, so you you get them in the bedroom and they're like cats. (laughs) (laughs) They lay on their back and they want you to scratch their tummies.
1: Metaphorically,
2: yeah, you know, or and I'm like, and I, you know, chatting with them on social media, I'm like, do enjoy? Do you enjoy flexing your muscles? And they're like, no. And I'm like, well, all this meat, no gravy. (laughs) You know, (laughs) you're like. Part of me is like, you know, uh, Betty Davis said, you have to fall in love with the
3: work. You do. And and part of it is like some of these these, get over mm -hmm. what people think about you and get that and don't give a crap of what people about think about you, then you're, you're doing great. Cause I think that's what holds most people back until they get comfortable, you know, in, in this gym, you know, we have people that are in bikinis doing their posing down the, you know, down the runway of the hallway of the gym. And, you know, guys are training, the, you know, and these girls are half naked, but no one cares. No one looks, it's just such, you know, it's such, it's just so normal here. You know, it's, there's no gawking. There's no, Sexualizing it, there's nothing. It's a sport, and we try to treat it as such. And if people can just get to the point where they they see it that way and start and take out the, you know, what the care of what others think about them, then you, we're gonna you're gonna do a lot better. I don't mind so a little treat, flirting straight, at the gym. You know, the guards come down.
2: You know, Shay, I don't mind a little flirting at the gym because that sometimes you know can you know when there's somebody that I'm really attracted to or admire or attracted or both, I'm definitely pushing myself harder because it's like. I'm excited to be there, you know? Yeah. It's kind of like that that thrill when you were a kid and went to Disney World or something, you know? It, yeah. The, 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 you get a renewed sense of energy and enthusiasm. And sometimes people are like, why are you on your phone? And it's like, well, because I'm trying to like keep my enthusiasm for this very repetitive work going on, you know? Because ultimately, it's like, we'll all be dead and buried sometime in the future. And so we have to find the the... Pleasure, the love of what we're doing on a daily basis.
3: Yeah, but you got to find that pleasure, and not to say what you're saying is wrong because that's what works for you. But what if the guy doesn't show up? Then Then I'm fucked. (laughs) (laughs) What if he's What if he's out out for three weeks? No, what? what? That's what Instagram is for. So you got to find that love in you. You got to find the appreciation in you, so that when you go to the gym, you see what you see in the mirror. You're doing it for you and nobody else.
2: Yeah, the, the hero lies in you, as as Whitney Houston said.
3: That's why I can't I can't sing it. But yeah, you're right. <laughs> but don't don't do her workout. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not.
0: No.
3: <laughs> yeah, it's got to be you. It's you and you, you and you against the whole you, you, you and, and you. you. That's it.
2: You and you and you. Um, uh, favorite exercise for triceps.
3: Oh God, it's about the arms. You know, I hate the arms. Probably dips.
2: Really? More than uh, tricep cable crossovers?
3: Yeah, I like the, like the machine dips.
2: Oh, the, yeah, machine, the machine dips where you're dip. sitting down and you're
3: pushing down on the... Mm-hmm, yeah, it's, and it's it's plate loaded, so you can go pretty heavy with it.
2: Oh, you guys have a plate loaded one at, at
3: Metro Ooh. Flex ATX. Flex. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are the hours? We For our members, we're 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 365. I love it. Because um, we don't sleep. Athletes don't sleep. You gotta, you gotta have got to have access to this place whenever they need it. Um, but our front closes, you know, has regular hours Mm. for, but if you're a member, you have access 24 seven. So can like
2: people are visiting Austin work out there, like to see what the, what the legend is all about.
3: (laughs) Sure. We do day passes of course. And we do week passes and all that good stuff. Um, and I'll work with them if they're even can only come like on a Sunday when our front's closed, I'll work with them, just get them a pass to come in. They pay pay for it in advance and get them release liability signed and they can come enjoy the hot box.
1: <laughs> well, it's not hot today, though, is they it?
3: They can take a little bit of grime with them as a t- as a uh, token.
1: But you do have heat, right? No, so that, we have nothing. So when it's when it's twenty degrees in oh, Texas, no. it's twenty degrees inside there. What?
3: Well, absolutely. You have a leader. But this the, our 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 building is so well insulated, we just shut our bay doors and, and people end up taking their jackets off and everything. I mean, they're working out like they are in the summertime. There's it's not we have and we only get so many days of that, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Even when we had the snow apocalypse here where you mm-hmm. couldn't do anything, I worked out every day. Every day here, you All know, right. with door shut.
2: Damn, Shay, you hardcore. Well,
3: you know, girls gotta do a girl do. <laughs> <laughs> Amazon legend. <laughs> That's it. Shea, I got to keep up with these young asses.
2: Shay, uh, you are such an inspiration to so many people. And I, and I really, I know your just schedule is insanely busy. And it's I just want to thank you so much for coming to talk to us today and,
3: and shooting the breeze. I appreciate it, y'all. And give I us really- a
2: little peek and a window into into what it takes to build muscle and what, how legends are made.
3: Well, I appreciate it. I, I appreciate y'all um, seeking people out that are doing well for others. So, thank you. I appreciate it. Of course. Big
2: hugs and and kisses and yeah. we look forward to seeing you next time we're in Austin
3: at Please do. Metro my, Flex ATS. Yes. Get lunch at Hot Kitchen. Well, all <laughs> yes. right. Oh, we it's it's also cafeteria? Uh, no, it's I have a meal truck outside. Oh, well, yeah. you do. It's our it's my meal prep trailer, yeah. Oh, so Oh, awesome. It, oh my we, god, we, I
2: totally want to eat your your uh, you know, your your ground beef and uh sweet potatoes and broccoli. <laughs> yeah.
3: Awesome. Let's make sure. it happen. Y'all come this way, let me know. For sure. Thank you so All much, Shay. Take care, y'all. Uh uh-huh. Bye-bye. Best big, of luck. Big
2: hugs. Bye-bye. Shay Menchaca lives in Austin, Texas. She's the owner of Metro Flex Austin Gym and Shay's Hot Kitchen. And uh, she may be available as a personal trainer, but you're going to have to uh, send a really good letter. <laughs> Like our friend John did. Uh, She's on Instagram, Shay underscore Glamazon underscore of underscore Metro FLX underscore IFBB. And of course, that's a mouthful there, but we'll put up the link in the show notes as well. And you can hang out with uh, Shay at her gym and... And build a muscular, a legendary physique.
1: I don't know if you'd be able to work out there without heat or... Uh, um, I'm, like, I'm like, I got to go, like, in
2: April, you know?
1: Because <laughs> you're you're delicate when it comes to that kind of stuff. Well, you like, know, like I, you know... They keep it cold in here. It's too hot. It's too cold.
2: Well, yeah, because, you know, part of it is, like... Uh, like, I, I, when I was working from home during the COVID pandemic and the gym started opening up again, I'm like, I'm going to start lifting early in the morning, you know? And then... And I started after a couple of weeks of that, I injured myself because I was just so stiff and cold. Mm-hmm. You know, so if you are lifting in the, early in the morning, definitely take a hot shower, get your body warm your, up, get your core temperature up. You know, mm-hmm. and that's actually uh, Jeff Nippert is a big proponent of that. You want to a warm up doesn't matter what it is as long as it raises your core body temperature. And unfortunately, there's no way to measure that, but you'll feel warmer. You you think about your toes and your fingers is like. What
1: does uh, having a, uh, a a warmer core do? Uh, it prevents injury and it makes you stronger. Because it makes your uh. Your, more your muscles. muscles are more pliable.
2: So less injury means uh, less time off of the gym. Uh, stronger means more weight is moved, and but how does, as the, how a does consequence, that I build the heat. Um, it makes your tendons and your joints more flexible. Okay more resilient. Mm. And it's you know, it's a machine, right? For it's sure. like what it's the same all the the same people who spend 20 minutes starting their car in the morning don't warm up at the gym. <sighs> and I'm like, well, if it's good for your car, it's going to be good for you
1: too. Well, what's a warm up? If you walk to the gym, you know, a good 20 30 minute walk, that's a warm up.
2: If if you're warmed up, yeah. but sometimes, you know, for people walking to the gym, they may be walking at a slow pace. Mm-hmm. So like, you know, some of these people are saying Five to 10 minutes of just doing whatever kind of cardio you can mm. do. Um, stretching, but stretching with movement-oriented stretching, not static stretching. Mm. So, like, when we were taught to stretch, it was, like, hold the pose, like, a, like you're in like that chart on the wall. Yes, yes, yes. Now it's more like moving to the pose and back and moving and back and forth. So, like, the yoga equivalent of a sun salutation as opposed to just holding a downward dog mm. or upward uh, or cobra pose for example, like that. And, you know, it's, it's, um, a lot of it is like, it's just figuring out what works best for you and your work schedule. You know, people talk about genetics, but genetics is your, is your family. It's the supermarket in your neighborhood. It's the price of eggs where you live. It's the hours that you have. It's how cold it gets in the winter, how hot is it in the summer? Those
1: things aren't genetics.
2: It's your, your, who you are. Okay. Is many things, you know, people think about, they attribute something to genetics when it could be just the teacher that you had or the, or the grocery store, the, you know, sure. That's what the point I'm trying to make. It's like, it's one factor among many. And, you know, you can't change your genetics, but you can change a lot of other things.
1: And with gene therapy, you might be able to change your genetics. I don't think we're there yet. (laughs) <laughs> Maybe soon.
2: People are just th- tossing in a lot of terminology that doesn't actually mean anything, you know. And, and gene therapy is is not we're not there yet technologically wise, you know. It's modifying your your human DNA is is not good, it's not we're not there yet. Maybe in twenty or thirty years, yeah, absolutely. But that's not where we are today. Mm. Uh, but of course, if you have uh, information that's, that, that says otherwise, he's, he might he's be talking doing. a lot of shit. He's, I gotta say that that article was a little bit you know pie in the sky. And he's like, "Yeah, I'm spending two million dollars a year doing all this stuff." I'm like, uh, "Let me see the let me see the information. And make my own judgment just about that, you know? Because even like Saudi Arabian kings and queens and you know, pro well, athletes are lot, not
1: spending two million dollars a year in this stuff." That's what the yeah. point of the article is. He's putting all these pro athletes to shame with how much money he's spending on what he's doing. Because he's really trying to shame. Take, well, he sounds
2: like a fool. You know, well, he's wasting it, all that money. I mean, you know, like wearing blue blockers and he's acting like, well, these are $10,000 blue blockers. Well, I don't know how much
1: those blue blockers cost. But a lot of this is running these tests, right? And so, uh, you know, and I'm sure he's he's, trying to document that $2 million probably is going to whatever chef is making his food, that kind of stuff. But he also can
2: deduct it from his taxes. Uh, And so if he has to pay taxes anyways, and he's running a business... And he's saying, "Well, you know, my massage <laughs> with a happy ending
1: <laughs> is now, you know, research." Oh, you have somebody working at the IRS? Well, oh, I'm going to look into that guy now. Yeah, yeah. But no, I mean, listen, uh, anti-aging is is people are, they're all looking into that. Yeah, yeah. So big business.
2: Um, J C Humphrey has some feedback for us on okay. Apple Podcasts. You can follow. Let's grow big together. Anywhere you listen to podcasts, but we really appreciate it when you take time to write us something nice. And JC Humphrey wrote, amazing show. Let's Grow Big Together has become one of my favorite podcasts, specifically bodybuilding oriented. They cover from workouts to diet to nutrition to competitions and rules and regulations with some comedic humor involved.
1: Definitely a great listen. Keep it up, guys. Thank you so much. I didn't think we were that funny. Well, you're not, but I am. (laughs) That's just what everyone says. I'm sorry.
2: Yeah. I'm sorry I'm (laughs) much more beautiful and talented than you are, but, you know, I'm just humble as well.
0: Mm.
1: Uh,
2: And then, of course, Vidal writes, let's grow big together. Hands down. One of my favorite podcasts. The first episode came out by the time I became more interested in bodybuilding, so I gave this show a chance. With topics ranging from fetishes to backstage to inspirational stories, the podcast couldn't be a better surprise. Fausto and Mark are great hosts, turning each episode into an engaging conversation. The guests are fun and hot and diverse as our community. I definitely want to grow big together with them.
1: And you shall. Let's do it. In abundance. Let's grow big together.
2: Yes. How's your bodybuilding coming along? Looking good, baby.
1: I appreciate it. I'm doing pretty good. I could get a little leaner. I feel like I haven't been uh, writing down my calories the past few days. But you started tracking your food. I started tracking my food, but I have to get back on track because I kind of fell off track.
2: Well, I I tell people, it's like, don't have to do it every day. In fact, you'll go nuts doing it. Um, You do it as often as you feel inspired to. Mm With the goal of trying to do it twice or three times a week.
1: Yeah. And the thing about it too is like once you do it like what uh, two or three days in a row, yeah. that fourth day or whatever, kinda you're in that same kind of like mentality. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And yeah. so it carries through. But then you kind of have to re- You need those reminders. Okay, how many calories do I need? How many how much protein do I need? So I'll, I
2: tell you one thing that I learned and I changed dras- dramatically, that changed for the better for me. Uh, just before my workouts, I used to have, a, a, I call it like a, a parfait. <laughs> mm-hmm. It was uh, granola, yogurt, and fresh fruit. Yeah. And I, writing down the macros of that, had no protein in it. Very high in carbohydrates and high in fat, actually. Wow. And because uh, I was using whole milk yogurt. And whole milk yogurt is great, you know, but I feel like now I have a smoothie and that's a uh, half a cup of egg whites. Uh, one egg, one egg white from the egg because I feel like that tastes better for mm-hmm. me. I like the the mouth quality of it. Half a cup of blueberries, half a cup of non-fat Greek yogurt, which is very high in protein, mm-hmm. low has no fat, mm-hmm. and a scoop of whey, and sometimes a uh, half a scoop of um, of uh, oatmeal on tra- days I train as well. I put a teaspoon of creatine and half a teaspoon of citrulline. Citrulline, what do you are you so good for my workouts? Oh citrulline. Why is she good
1: for your workouts?
2: Uh, it's kind of it's what they stick in pre-workouts, but not enough amount and it works really great okay. to, to sort of jack you up without stimulating you. And so I put that into my smoothie um, and have that uh, an hour and a half before working out and it's made all the difference. So tracking your foods is a great thing to do. There's many apps that'll do it. Uh, find an app that can also you can put your recipes in, mm-hmm. and then you just uh, weigh or measure the portion that you have. In the old days, you used to like divide everything by ten, and then you know decide okay, this is going to be one tenth of the total amount of calories sure. or macros. You know, now
1: if you have the regular smoothie, you just be like, I'm having the smoothie, and it goes right in there.
2: Well, so, for example, like I made a uh, a a chili the mm-hmm. other day, and I put all the ingredients together. And I said, okay, so this is on a cup and a half of that chili. And the app was able to give me a pretty good approximation of the of the protein, the carbohydrates, and the fats that's in great. it. That's great. And as a consequence, that's how you know how many calories there are. Because right
1: now you're trying to get leaner or you're trying to- We're
2: trying to recomp, it? which is so a, re-comp. a bit of, it's like, do you believe in UFOs? <laughs> I'm, I'm skeptical about recomping because I think it's easier just to build the muscle or to cut. Mm-hmm. Um but uh my trainer my coach is wanting me to recomp which is staying the same uh weight on your body but trying to get leaner without compromising any muscle or weight loss so your weight stays the same right now I'm at 192 and to me I'm just like is something happening I'm not sure but my my strength is going up and I definitely can see you know people tell me it's like well, you look more muscular now than you did Last summer, so, you know. That's great. <laughs> I know what you did last summer, and it wasn't working. <laughs> <laughs> so we got a lot of exciting new shows coming down the pipeline for Let's Grow Big Together. It is a production of Feast of Fun, and you can access thousands of legendary podcasts on our website at feastoffun.com plus. And, you know, by becoming a member, you don't have to listen to any ads, which is great. Mm-hmm. And uh, you have that warm feeling knowing that you are supporting your favorite show.
1: As you're well, making the show happen. As well as what?
2: As well as hiring me to uh, be oh. your uh, consultant. So for ninety nine bucks, you can talk to me for an hour, and we'll go down everything that I know and answer all your questions. There is no question too far out or too outrageous or too mundane uh, to be answered. And so it's about sort of like if you've been thinking about working with someone like Shay or a coach is identifying what a good coach is like, what kind of behavior, you know, we Mm -hmm. try to find really good coaches and good people to, to feature on the show and hopefully get you guys inspired to sort of take your, your fitness, your bodybuilding, your workouts to the next step. Mm -hmm. And for sometimes like people who have been lifting for a long time, they're just like, well, I don't know what to do next, you know? So together we sit down and look at your workouts. We look at your meals. We look at, you know, any performance enhancing drugs you're doing whether you're working with a doctor or a coach, how to find one, what to talk about when you meet with them, get maximizing that, that experience, you know? So you're, cause some of these guys are, you know, can get expensive and, and, and sometimes you're just spinning your wheels. And so it's about sort of like getting the most out of that experience. And so it's only one time 99 bucks and we can talk about all those things and get you ready to go to the higher And higher plateaus of fabulousness. And people seem
1: to like it, right?
2: You know, 10 out of 10 reviews, everybody's like, this is amazing. This helped me a lot. And, you know, we have um, all kinds of people that are consulting men and women and uh, LGBT people, non-binary, trans uh, people that I've been talking with about sort of like, what does that look like for you? What does the ideal body look like for you? Because not everybody's going to have that same goal. And not everybody's competing. You know, and if you are competing, then what is that step? And that's part of the reason I'm doing this contest myself is though so I can be like, okay, this is what what it was like. And you know what I thought was really scary wasn't so scary. what what I thought was you know really mundane actually turned out to be really difficult. Mm. And so it's it's about sort of understanding what to expect and how to react to it and how to plan for it. And so it's ninety nine bucks, and you can just do so by following me. On Instagram and say, hey, Fausto, let's grow big together. Send me a private message. I look at all my private messages and we can, you know, talk about that and get you to the next plateau, the next next step, the next vista. How about you, Mark? <laughs> You're like, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Cool, man. Well, listen, I thank you so much. Mark's birthday is coming this week.
1: It is. My birthday is on Thursday. I'm going to be working out.
2: <laughs> and how? And do you want to tell anybody anything about your birthday at all?
1: Well, it's February 2nd. It's Groundhog's Day. So we're going to see if the groundhog is going to see its shadow or not and whether there will be six more weeks of winter. But I also feel like there's always six more weeks of winter. So it, I don't really think that the groundhog does anything. But it's a cute movie. Groundhog's Day is a cute With movie. With Bill, Bill Murray. Murray. Have you ever seen it?
2: I have not. We you, should sit we, down should, and watch we'll
1: it. We'll watch it someday. It's one of my favorite movies. It's really awesome.
2: And everything, so, everywhere, all at once is going to be a front-runner at the, okay, uh, the I mean, Olympic Olympics. I of, seen it, so of, we're
1: probably going to go out to see it on my birthday. Yeah. Or so, so, so that's how I'll be celebrating. And, you know,
2: I didn't realize that uh, Data from Goonies stars in the movie, you know, as an adult. Oh, yeah? Yeah, the actor.
1: Oh, I didn't know that either. Who was
2: that, uh, who also played Short Round in uh, Indiana Jones. Oh, yes,
1: yes, yes. yes and yes.
2: when he won the Golden Globe for Best Supporting Actor, mm-hmm. he said, oh, Thank you so much, Steven Spielberg. You've really changed my life. And uh-huh. Steven Spielberg said... Who Are you
1: that's not true? <laughs> he says he got, I think he got a Christmas present every year of his life. He's kept in contact with him. That's wonderful. They've become friends over the years, yeah, yeah. So it's awesome.
2: So, uh, birthdays uh, are wonderful. As Indiana Jones said to Short Round, hold on tight because it's gonna be one hell
1: of a ride.
2: <laughs> oh no, lady, hold on tight. He's crazy. Oh wow, yeah. Uh, they will find you, Dr. Jones. They will, what is it? Uh, they will find the stones. You will not be found, because he was like fighting with uh, the the priests yes. over the sacred stones. Kali, the
1: priests of Kali, right? And he
2: was like, worried that he was going to drop the stones and stuff. So it was, it's a great. I I think it's
1: one of people
2: hate that second movie.
1: Yeah, a lot of people do. Temple I, of Doom. Has a good Doom. intro, though.
2: Is it the Temple of Doom, right? Yes. And has uh, 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 has Steven Spielberg's future wife in it. Opens the film singing a Cantonese version of anything goes oh it's wonderful check it out check it out it's on YouTube you too to as well so it's it's the wonderful. intro uh, thanks so much for listening to Let's Grow Big Together we also have some fabulous Feast of Fun shows coming this week thank you so much for listening I'm Fausto Fernos.
1: I'm Mark Fillion bye bye bye